Welcome to Balance Your Life Podcast. My name is Megan Farrell and I am the host of the show. This podcast is designed to inspire and empower you to start and maintain your own wellness journey so you can become the best version of yourself. Let's begin. Hello, hello. Welcome to the first episode of the new year for Balance Your Life podcast. My name is Megan Farrell Gordon. We have a new intro. We have a new mic. We have all the things. And I am really excited for this season of Balance Your Life. So we are in season four. I have some incredible podcast guests lined up for you, some solo episodes, some from incredible guests, of course. We are going to teach you all about becoming the best version of yourself. So we are focusing on all things health and wellness, and I just couldn't be more excited that you are here At the end of last year, we were being streamed in over 50 countries, which just absolutely blows my mind. I am so grateful for every single one of you, for every single one of you who takes the time to reach out to me on social media and to tell me how much you love the episodes, how much you love certain guests and the topics. And of course, uh, for those of you who take the time to leave a five-star rating and review, I am so beyond grateful for every single one of you. Today on the podcast, I am sharing with you the free masterclass that I shared on Friday, January 7th. This was all about human design. It was called Limitless, human design to make you feel limitless, not limited, It was an incredible masterclass, if I do say so myself. I was sharing with you all the ways that you can look at your human design and instead of feeling stuck or, you know, held back by your human design, how can you flip the script and make your human design work for you. So you guys know for the last year or so, I've been talking so much about human design. I've been diving into my own human design. I've been learning all about human design so I can make it more applicable to you guys. And if you like it, there will be more of it for you. So definitely come say hi to me on social media. Let me know if you are loving these human design topics because I think we will be doing more of them throughout the year. So before we dive into the free masterclass that I led on Friday, I wanted to take a moment and talk to you about my favorite CBD. If you struggle with sleep, inflammation, anxiety, and pain relief, then you need to try CBD. CBD has been a game changer in my wellness routine. We are all about wellness this 2022, and I feel like everyone needs to be on board with it. I take mine at night to help me with sleep, just a few drops underneath my tongue for 30 seconds, and I am out like a light. We know the importance of sleep and health for the body, and this CBD gets the job done. The CBD I take and love is third-party lab tested, it's vegan, it's organic, it's cruelty-free, non-GMO, solvent-free, and made in small batches here in Canada. They even have CBD for your pets, which has been 
life-changing. So many people are buying it for their pets, for themselves. I gave mine to my cockapoo. He has since passed away, but he lived until 18. And the vet said the CBD was making a difference for him. So there is magic to this stuff, you guys. You can email me today, info at balancedbymegan.com to find a product that suits your needs today. Without further ado, let's dive into Limitless, human design to make you feel limitless, not limited masterclass. Here we go. Recording is in progress. <laughs> While you are here, open the chat box. Let me know if you know what your human design is. So for example, I am a one three self-projected projector. So if you happen to know it, type it in. Let's see who is here, who we have part of the group. And if you don't know, let me know as well, because I will walk you through how to find out. We have a Manny Gen in the group. I love Manny Gen energy. I often say I'm a projector in a Manny Gen <laughs> body because I feel like I'm someone who really relates to wanting to do so many different things and being lit up by so many different things. So at in a moment, I'm going to, going to share my screen as well. So you will be looking at my human design chart have yours up as well, because some of this might really, really relate with you. And I feel like the reason why I wanted to do this masterclass is because I've been diving into my human design for quite some time now. And every time I learn something new about myself, it's almost this breath of fresh air and not because it's like, wow, I never knew that about myself. It's literally always like, oh my God, this describes me to a T. I, I have these feelings. I have these thoughts. This is what's going through my mind. This is literally me in a nutshell. And sometimes I find when I talk about human design with my clients or with just people online or in person, it, people can sometimes feel kind of stuck. You know, like even for myself, for example, being projector, it's like this idea of, wanting to rest, you know, we only have a limited amount of energy and then we're kind of done for the day. And for some people they're like, oh, well, like I have these spurts of energy, but I feel like I shouldn't be doing it because I'm supposed to be resting right now. So I'm not really sure how to kind of hone in on this energy. And so every time I learned even a little bit more about myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. So I'm just going to pull up my, whoop, my screen. Here we go. Okay. So let's click off of that. This is my chart. Like I was saying, I am a one, three self-projected projector. As you can also see, <laughs> I have a lot of open areas in my chart. 
And for me, what human design and learning about my human design has given me is every time I learn something about myself, if it feels like I'm something like, oh, this might be holding me back. I rewire my brain. I relook at things and go, okay, instead of like looking at this as a way that is holding me back, how can I decondition my thoughts and my mindset and my actions so that it leads me into better alignment? Uh, Sorry, just something popped up. Can you guys just let me know? Can you see my chart? Oh, geez. Pulling up all the things. beautiful (laughs) okay perfect and so let me just give you a, a perfect example so recently I've been learning about the energy motors in human design and for me being a projector you know I I can appreciate and understand that I am supposed to be quote unquote resting a lot right like I have I've always said you know even when I was working in corporate like I would be perfect for the job that's like 10 o'clock in the morning to like 2 or 3 p.m in the evening or in the afternoon like that would be my ideal working hours because I am someone who when I'm in the zone when I'm working when I'm focused I can crush it I can execute so much more quicker, so much more faster than a lot of my coworkers. But there was this period in the morning where I was like, you know, I just want to like have my coffee. I just need to have breakfast. I just want to say hi to my manager and just talk with her for a minute. And then like once a certain time hit, I was like into work. And then when that peak had hit for me, I was like, oh, I'm just, I'm so done. Like I just don't want to do anymore. And so when I started looking at the energy motors within my chart, so if you have your chart handy, the energy motors are the root center, the sacral center, the solar plexus, and the heart center. My chart is very open. So this is stuff that, you know, I I say I struggle with, which is where that, you know, human design can kind of make you feel limited, but it's empowered me to really know my energy and how my energy flow works and to honor that, which is in turn, you know, empowering me, making me feel limitless and really just understanding how I work on the whole. So we live in a society where I call it that Gary V mentality, you know, do, do, do more, more, more execute, execute, execute. I'm also an entrepreneur. So if you're not, don't worry because this is applicable. Even if you work for another company or for another business or you're, you're a mom. So I always had this thought like, okay, you know, I've been building my business now for three years if I'm not in this 24-7 day, I'm missing out on opportunities to reach another person. I should be doing more. You know, I, I, I see this person online who is at this stage in their game. Maybe if I keep working, I can get there too that much quicker. 
And last year I was very vocal in August that I had reached a level of burnout that I had not experienced before. I've had levels of burnout throughout my entrepreneurial journey, but last August I hit a level where I was sleeping so much. Like I could have easily slept 10 hours a day. I usually did. You know, I went to bed at a decent time and I would sleep until like 10 in the morning. I was just physically exhausted all the time. You know, I did my yoga, I did my workouts, I did my daily walks, but I just felt like I could not retain anything as far as work-wise. I didn't want to learn anything new. I didn't want to read any more personal development books. I was just so burnt out. And let me know if you can relate to this, you know, with these energy centers, resting for me often looks like, well, I'll lay out on the couch and I'll read a self-development book. I'll learn something new while I'm resting. Let me put on a podcast while I'm going for a walk. I could be learning something new as I'm on my walk. You know, I'm getting in my steps and I'm doing something I enjoy, but like, let's just learn something new. And if you look at your chart and see any of these open things, <laughs> I mean, it kind of looks like a hot mess, right? You're like, oh my God, like when you have all of these centers open or even a couple of them, you know, for example, that root center, that's that center of anxiety, fear, getting things done, feeling pressured. And for me to have that open, I feel pressure all the time, even pressure that's not there. You know, I would go through a to-do list and I'd be like, okay, done, done. Even things that I enjoyed, like my meditation and my breath work in the morning, my yoga practice would be like, it's off the to-do list. Okay, done. That's done. Move on to the next. That's done. Move on to the next. And I just kept feeling this pressure that I was putting on myself that it's not there. I'm making it up. There's no, like, I, it's not like once four o'clock hit, I had to have everything done. This was in my head. I was putting all this pressure on myself and I was amplifying it because of this open root center. So ever since learning that I'm like, okay, I will notice myself. I love, I love structure. I have a lot of masculine energy. You can see the arrows in my chart or, you know, three of them are pointing to the left. I love structure. I love routine. I love organize, like I love organization to-do lists are my jam. But if I don't hit everything on my to-do list anymore, I will almost immediately start to notice this pressure building like, oh, you could just get one more thing done on the list. And it's like, no, you know what? Like it'll get done tomorrow. I've done all the important things that had to happen. They got done today. If it gets done tomorrow or Saturday or next week, it's not a big deal. And this is a lot, a lot, a lot of rewiring my mindset because I'm really somebody who's like, it's on the to-do list. It's got to get done. So 
you know, I'm going to be hosting another class soon, specifically on the energy centers, because this is something I think people really need to work on is this idea of actual rest. And what does that actually look like for you? I love to read fiction at the end of the night. I used to think, well, I should be reading a personal development book. And when I just came to terms of like, you know, reading personal development, I love to do during the day. But at nighttime, I felt like my brain just couldn't turn off. I was like, oh, I just got to keep reading and learning. And like, I would fall asleep and like dream about like business plans and executing on goals. And I was like, I just love, I love fiction. I love reading just kind of no nonsense stuff and lulling myself to sleep. You know, I, my husband and I don't watch a ton of movies or TV shows, but when we do, I really just, I try to be, I put my phone away, you know, my, (laughs) I'm on this new kind of uh, what's it called? EMF kick. So like, I don't like to have the phone right near me anymore. So like, it literally goes onto like the fireplace mantle. So it's like, if I have to check anything, I have to get up from the couch and go over to the fireplace and like pick it up. And so like, I just make it harder for myself to do things like that. So I I hope what is coming across is this idea of like, looking at something in your chart that may feel like it's a hindrance and reworking and rewiring the brain to see it as something more valuable. Now I know this pressure center is open. Let's, let's not stress about it. Like when I feel those, that anxiety of pressure kicking in, I can kick it to the curb and really, really, you know, work on not feeling that pressure. And it's also like, I mean, I feel it immediately within myself. I also want to just talk about some of these. Okay. So for example, I, the 26, so if you can see it in the G center, the 26 and the 44 line, the channel here, if it's connected, mine's just a gate. If there was a full line from 26 to 44, it would be considered a channel. The 26 in my chart is just activated. The 44 is not. It is the channel, if you will, of the entrepreneur. So as you can imagine, when I heard that, when I was learning about that from my teacher and mentor, Immediately, my head go. I went. Well, it's not defined in my chart. Obviously, I can't be an entrepreneur, which is the furthest thing from the truth, right? Like, your human does with anything in life. Take what resonates with you and leave what doesn't. So, just because my chart doesn't have the quote-unquote channel that is the entrepreneurial channel, doesn't mean that I can't be an entrepreneur. Right. And what I was really looking at when I was doing this channel through my my teacher and my mentor was the 26 is the gate of sales and the 44 is the gate of marketing. So. 26 being sales is someone who. 
often feels like they can't sell something because it feels slimy. It feels like, well, like I, I couldn't possibly charge for this. Like this, you know, I'm, it's something I love to do. I should just give it away for free. It feels like you're kind of, sometimes you can be manipulative. And this is something as an entrepreneur, I struggle with all the time, literally all the time. As you can see in my chart, my heart center is also open, which is the center of like worthiness, right? So the fact that my heart center is open means that I really struggle with feeling unworthy a lot of the time. So like, it looks like this perfect storm, right? Like I struggle with asking for money for things for, you know, master classes, yoga classes, meditation teacher trainings. I don't feel necessarily worthy of asking for that money for it. So this is something that I've really, really, really been working on is, you know, because in my head, I'm going, well, you know, you, you could YouTube free yoga. So why would anybody pay for me? Or, you know, I love doing what I do so much. It shouldn't feel like work. I'm just going to give it away for free. So let me know if, you know, you kind of feel like you resonate with that. Let me know in the comment section. And so when these things come up, I will sit down. I love, I'm a meditation teacher. I love to use affirmations and mantras. So I will sit there and go, you know, like I am worthy of charging for the services I offer or, you know, I am confident in my ability to meet people's, I don't want to say like expectations, but, you know, I'm, I'm confident in my ability to help people or transform people or empower people and having the one in my profile line. So if you look at your chart, let me see if I can open this part of my, oops, I don't want you to see the clients that I've had. Whoopsies. Okay. So I move this over here. So if you look at your profile line, you will see it calls it like for me, I'm the one three. So it's the investigator and the martyr. I like, I'm not living for the martyr title, but you know, that's, that's what we're working with right now. (laughs) So that investigator is this idea of like, I have to research everything I possibly can in order to feel like an expert in, in my field. So even when it comes to human design, you know, I, when I first got into it, I would you know, I talked about it a little bit on my Instagram stories and immediately people came to me and were like, oh my God, can you tell me how to look at my chart or what does this mean? Or I'm a projector or a generator. I have no idea what this means. Can you tell me a little bit about it? And I was immediately like, I don't know. I'm not an expert. Like I just, I don't know everything about it. When in reality, you know, I was learning about manifestors and many jans and generators and projectors and reflectors and I knew what all of that meant 
I knew how to hone in on those energies. I knew the profile lines. I knew um, the the authorities, but I was like, but I don't know all of the channels or the gates. And I don't know at the time, you know, what, you know, certain centers like really entail if it's open or if it's closed. Like, so I was like, oh no, like I just, I can't help you. I'm not an expert, right? And that's where I, where the one in my chart comes into place, where this idea of not wanting to charge people for offering to their, do their chart for them because I feel unworthy because my heart center is open. So I remember talking to somebody about this and then going, but you know enough that you could just say, Hey, like, I'm happy to do like a mini reading for you. I can read your, you know, what your design is, your authority, your energy center and your strategy. And then, you know, just leave it out at that. If they have questions about something else, you don't know, you have the power to say to someone, I don't know that right now. Let me get back to you. And it was like, of course, of course I could do that, you know? And then you, I started to feel like, well, there's other people in my circle who offer this. So like, why would people come to me? And it's just this, you know, I really, I work very well with coaches. I work very well with having a mentor and somebody who's just like talks me off of that ledge because I can often feel like I just don't know enough or I don't just don't feel worthy enough to charge people for this. Or, you know, who, like you almost feel kind of manipulative. So what I've really been working on is this idea of like, instead of coming across as being like salesy, like, can I tell my story of how human design has helped me? And if it resonates with people, they'll come to me and they'll ask for a chart reading or join these master classes or these workshops or wherever they're feeling called. And noticing these things about your chart. So my husband has the 26 and the 44 channel defined in his chart. If you know my husband, he he is the definition, in my opinion, of entrepreneur. He is someone who I've always been amazed at his ability to become what the person is looking for. And to kind of like morph into, you know, what they need to hear, not being, not lying about it, but like just becoming that, the energy of the person that they want to, that they're resonating with, you know, um, whenever we were doing trade shows, so he has a CBD business, I was amazed that, you know, he would pick up on things that people were saying, for example, if they were talking about having you know, a puppy at home who was struggling with anxiety. We have CBD that's specifically for pets. And immediately he would go in with testimonials and stories about clients and even our own dog at home who was using CBD and how it worked for them, you know, what kind of results other people were seeing with. And people would just gravitate towards him because he was talking, he picked up on the energy of like this person, you know, maybe a little bit skittish about it for themselves, but like they're willing to go above and beyond for their pet. You know, he's always held 
titles of like the best salesperson when he worked at Softmock and, you know, Home Depot, he was always being regarded as like an incredible salesperson. He's just very good at sales and marketing himself as the person that you almost looking for. And that attracts people right to him. So because it's something that I struggle with, I find that if I am in his energy, I immediately become just like that. And that's the joy of having like an open center. So if you look at your chart and notice, okay, like where, where am I open in my chart? And this can even be your gates or your channels. So for me, being around my husband is I, I become almost that entrepreneurial energy that I, that I don't necessarily have in my chart. So if you know someone who is an entrepreneur, you know, I, I know some of you are currently in Ontario, which means that you're in a lockdown, which means that it's really, really hard to go out and, you know, be with other people or be in other groups when the time op- comes and we're open to, you know, even those what are those groups called? When you know when you can like, uh, it's totally, I'm totally blanking on it. Go to like these cafes and you can like work with other co-working spaces. There we go. Go to these co-working spaces, right? There's bound to be entrepreneurial energy in there that you can siphon and that you can work with. When, so we would go and do these trade shows and I would be so lit up well, while I was doing these trade shows. My husband, Brad, also has a lot of centers in his chart that are defined. So I can use that energy of, that of his defined centers and kind of pull them into myself and become that person. Now, when we were done these trade shows, I would immediately be like, I'm exhausted. Like, I am I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm tired. I want to go home for me. Showers are my way of like letting, getting people's energy away from me. If I go, I mean, I shower every single day, which, you know, I don't know if that seems excessive or not, but every time I'm with somebody or I go to a grocery store or any, you know, especially after doing workshops or leading classes or, doing these trade shows, I would immediately be like, I have to go home and shower. I just need everybody's energy like away from me for other people that might look different. You might like, I I mean, I love baths and I'm lucky enough that we moved to a house that has a tub, but before that I didn't have that. So it was just a shower. You might be somebody who was like, I just want to go into my room and blast the music or You know, uh, yoga for me too is also a huge reset. I find if I'm feeling moody or sad or I need people's energy away from me, if I go do a flow, it almost immediately brings me back to center and to be grounded. So preparing myself for this. So I would know if we had a weekend of trade shows, okay, I'm not going to take anything else on after these trade shows are done. You know, I'm not, we're not meeting up with friends to go out for dinner. We're not, you know, going over to one of our parents' place to say hi. Like we do these trade shows. I feel great during them. I absolutely love them. But the moment that they're done, 
I'm done. Like, I just, I want to pack all our stuff up. I want to go home. I want to shower. I want to just chill. That's my way of kind of releasing other people's energies and like knowing that about myself. (coughs) So it's really fun to you know, you don't have to be an expert in this, but if you, like, if you know somebody else in your life who is into human design and they're willing to share their chart with you, look at their chart and see what, where you guys are kind of compatible, especially if you hang out all the time or you're, you know, you're really good friends. You can even do things like Zoom. Like I'm saying, I know we're in a lockdown or, you know, Ontario is, Currently, we're not, but like I can imagine this is going to be a thing soon for us in Nova Scotia. Be around those people who light you up and who give you those that type of energy. I can kind of go the opposite way too. You know, those people who like suck the energy from you, like just limit your time with them. If you can't limit your time with them, start to you know, you could keep a journal, you could just remember it in your head of like, things that you can do that reset yourself after you've been around that type of energy, and you need to let it go. You know, there's people in my life where I'm like, I know I have to see them, or hang out with them and be with them. And it's immediately like, okay, what can I do in my day leading up to being with them? That sets me up for a great day be in their energy if I have to be. And then like, how do I cut the cord and let it, let things go? I also feel like, so my solar plexus is open and my spleen is open. So the solar plexus, if you can see my arrow is over here, my spleen is over here. Open solar plex means that I can amplify people's feelings bad energy and good energy it also means that I take it in with me so if I know somebody is just like negative they're always just complaining or whining or just like woe is me you know I find that if I don't cut the cord afterwards like I kind of go back into that state of mind or that mindset. So it's knowing that and setting myself up. So like, I don't take that energy with me. I I cut it off. I let it go. And I go home and do the things that bring me joy. I worked with a client who she had a defined solar plexus and her newborn baby did not have a defined solar plexus. So her solar plexus was undefined. Mine is completely open. There's, you can have an undefined or completely open. So undefined means that there's gates activated and open means that there's no gates activated. She really, 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 really like struggled with postpartum. And she was just, she was so emotional all the time. And 
her baby really, really reflected it. She was also breastfeeding this baby. So literally like her energy was just always with this baby. And I mean, she went to doctors, like the baby was constantly colicky and she was like losing her mind about it. And, you know, the baby was basically amplifying her defined solar plexus. And when I was going through her chart with her, I also looked at her, her baby's chart and told her, you know, you have a defined solar plexus. So just recognize that you're a little bit more emotional than somebody who isn't, doesn't have a defined or um, open solar plexus. Right. And that's fine. Like it's, it's all good. It's knowing this about yourself, use it to your advantage, use it to empower yourself. But when you're feeling upset and frustrated, just know that you're lit- like your baby is literally amplifying that back to you. And she's also taking it in. And I remember her crying on the phone, just being like, this is literally like, as soon as you said it, I knew exactly that this is what was happening. You know, so she would, you know, she worked with a lot of like, she loves crystals. So she would work with crystals, you know, the clear quartz kind of like releasing, letting the quartz absorb the other energy. She would do whatever she felt needed. She needed to do to reset herself for her. That was writing a lot. You know, she would do some just deep breathing. That was her reset. And slowly, you know, she just gave kind of that, those positive, that positive energy to the baby. And instantly the baby stopped being so colicky. If she was having a day where she felt really upset, you know, I, she understood like breastfeeding, you have to breastfeed the baby when the baby is, wants it. But at other times she would just give the baby away to her, her sister, her husband, just like, can you just hang out with baby right now? You know, I'm going to take a moment to myself. So these are the little things that, you know, I can give you examples. I can give you opinions of like what to do, but they're also things that you have to recognize within yourself. You have to know what is your way of releasing other people's energy from you. What is your way of grounding yourself? Exercise, walking, yoga, strength training, playing a video game, like whatever it is that resets your energy. You know, I don't know, like, maybe I would say don't play like, I don't know, we're not a video game household, but maybe Call of Duty probably amps up your energy level and makes you a little bit more anxious. So maybe not that but something just a little bit more chill and fun and relaxing. And I'll just give you, so please feel free to pop in any questions you have, whether it's about your centers, your energy type, your authority, your profile. But I wanted to leave you with a couple more things. So this year, every single year, you know, when there's not a pandemic, I usually do a workshop with this, but at the very least, my husband and I will do vision boards. I do see a chat that just came in. I'll grab it in one sec.
actually, let's see if I can open this. Tons of cues, perfect. <laughs> um, so let me just close that. So vision boards, every single year we do a vision board. And the last few I did vision boards. And you know, for whenever somebody else is leading them, you know, I've done lots of workshops with other people or listened to other people talk about it, you know, get super, super specific with your vision board, like how much, what is the exact dollar you want in your bank account? What is the exact house that you want to have, like get super, super specific. And I would do these vision boards being like, this is the house that I want. This is what I want in my life. And at the end of it, I would look at it and be like, "Mm, you know, like, yeah, these look great. But like, I just, I never felt truly in alignment with it. It almost kind of felt like I was I don't want to say like faking it, but like, these are nice, but like, they just don't quite feel in alignment. And this year when I did my vision board, I was like, this is the most aligned I've ever felt with my vision board. And it's because I learned in my chart, the bottom right arrow is your manifest your manifestation arrow. Are you specific or a not specific manifester? And I'm not specific. And literally when I learned that, I was like, oh my God, every time I've done manifested something in my life, it is because I haven't put it out exactly what I want it to look like. I've almost been like, oh my God, this is like better than I could have ever imagined. And I'm talking about big and small things in my mind, random jobs that have come to me that I absolutely love that I couldn't never have pictured myself doing. And when they came up for me, they just, they were so in alignment at that time for me. I I don't work for another company right now. I work for myself, but at the time I was like, Oh, this, I never could have imagined this as my job. You know, we bought a house this year. And I, I'm someone like, if I see the house, I'll know it's the one for me. I can't tell you what I want my house to look like. I just, I don't know. I don't know what I want the bathroom to look like. I don't know what I want the living room to look like. I don't know what I want the outside. Like, I just, I know it. I'll know it if I see it. And we bought a house and it was like, literally both of us, we were just talking about this the other, the other day. We could not have picked a better location. A Our neighbors are absolutely incredible. The house, you know, we've had to do a little bit of work to it. But besides that, the house is per, like we both feel the best we've ever felt living on our own. Even we owned a house before that. And both of us were like, it just, there was just something about it that wasn't for us. We never felt like in the perfect state of mind. This house is just, and we did it virtually. We've never been to Nova Scotia. We, I mean, never been to Nova Scotia, let alone the, the neighborhood we lived in. Like, it was just like, you know, we don't live near train tracks. We live near our river runs in our backyard. Never could have imagined that being a thing for us. 
So I did my vision board this year with lots of just what are these feelings I want to attract? You know, yes, I mean, my vision board has specific pictures on it. But instead of going like this is specifically like a resort I want to go to. It's this idea of like, I'm open to travel and adventure, whatever that looks like. And some of these things happen really, really quickly. And some of these things happen not as quickly, but when they do happen, I know that this is like, I've manifested this. So, you know, if you are a specific manifester, work with you know, being specific about what you want, because chances are that you've attracted that into your life or close to it, or, you know, even better. But if you're not specific, which nobody ever talks about, everybody talks about being specific. And if you're not, don't have that non-specific energy in your chart. So I'm sorry, if you do have that non-specific manifestor energy in your chart, getting specific won't work for you. And I was always like, maybe it's me you know, back before I knew all this, maybe it's me, maybe there's a reason why I can't manifest, maybe I suck at it. Maybe I just don't know what I'm doing. Maybe it's just not meant to be. And when I really found okay, like, let's work with feelings and said, like, I want a house that brings me joy. And I literally found a house that brought me joy. You know, even this idea of travel and adventure on my on my vision board we've gone to like hiking trails around here we've gone to beaches where I'm like you know I I love the sun I love like the Caribbean and stuff but like these are adventures this is like yesterday we went to a beach that I I could never have imagined ever being in Canada it was so beautiful the water was incredible the ocean was just so powerful and it was it was weirdly like kind of warm near the water as well. Like, okay, I'm not in my bathing suit, but I'm like, it's nice out here. Never could have imagined doing that anywhere in Canada. And it was this idea of a like adventure and travel. You know, we've never been to Nova Scotia to be able to travel even around our own province is so exciting for us. And so that is like if it's facing the right, that's that feminine energy. So that's where you get the non-specific. It's kind of that flow energy. And also just looking at my chart and knowing that I have a ton of masculinity in my chart. And I used to think that meant like, well, it's like kind of like manly, like I need, and which weirded me out. Cause I feel like I'm a very feminine person. I love beauty. And when someone was, was telling me, oh, you have like masculinity in your chart. I was like, oh, maybe I should be more like manly. And it's like, no, it's masculinity in your chart. It's like, do you love routine? Do you love structure? Which I do. I'm obsessed with that stuff. Like I have a morning routine that like very rarely does it stray because I just, I love it so much. And it also means I really, really lean into that femininity of myself of being, you know, I love skincare. I love, I don't wear very much makeup anymore, but when I do wear makeup, I don't feel bad about it. I love being in photos and photographed. And like, for me, that's that feminine energy coming into play and kind of balancing that masculinity that I have a lot of in my chart. So 
feel free to pop in any questions. I didn't want to give this a hard, like, well, we'll stop at, uh, what's it in EST, uh, one o'clock. I wanted to kind of leave this open-ended and just, you know, if we finished early, great. If we went over time, great. I didn't want to give this a hard time, but I would love to know so I can answer any of the questions that are coming up for you. Please feel free to pop them into the chat box and I will do my best to answer them. And if I can't answer them, I will get back to you with an answer. Yes. So if anyone is a little bit more interested, I do do readings at the mini reading, the intro reading, the deep dive and the advanced. So kind of for me, human design is one of those things that experiment with it, play with it, try to like learn a little bit about it kind of get into the habit of using that and then, you know, add some more information to your, to your repertoire. Oh, so you are a gen manifesting generators and generators like you, you both have similar energy, not quite the same, but you both have like the not self theme energy. You both have your signatures, which is you know, when you're out of alignment, it's that frustration. When you're in alignment, it's that satisfaction. So I'm going to just stop the share. Beauties. And yeah, let me see. It's a party in your chart. That's okay. That's fun, though. I remember looking at my chart and going like, oh, my God, I have so many open centers. Like, I feel like I'm just a hot mess. And, you know, just really learning about your human design, like I said, is just it's taking those open or undefined centers and just deconditioning all the things that you've learned, like you're supposed to be going 24 seven, you're supposed to not really be resting, but to, you know, like push out one more post or do one more Instagram or reach out to one more company or what, like, it's just rewiring that. Um, So on my website, you can go to um, balancedbymegan.com. Under offerings, there is the human design offering. So you will book it through there, like find which reading you want to do. The mini reading is 30 minutes. It's $55. The intro is 45, 88. And there's two more options. So each one will tell you what we will go over in your reading or in your chart. Add it to your cart, like pay for it. And then you will email me and send me your chart. So I can take a look at it before we hop on the call and we'll, we'll just do a live call that way. So the thing you do have to know is your exact birth time, which, you know, some people are like, I don't know exactly what my birth time is. 
find out if you can reach out to the hospital, you know, some, some hospitals on your baby bracelet will tell you what time you were born at. Look at your birth record, ask mom and dad or grandparents or anyone who was there. If you really, if you're like, I called the hospital, I looked at my birth right. Like there's nothing there. Meditate on it. Ask what time feels the most aligned for your chart. What time were you born at? Whatever is coming up for you is right for you. So use that as your, as your guiding line. And it is important to know your exact birth time. That being, because it can, it can really change your chart and also not so much. You know, I did someone's chart who they thought they were born in the afternoon. Turns out they were born in the evening and their authority was the really only thing that changed. Um, which makes a huge difference. That is the way that you make your most aligned decisions. But sometimes it can be a drastic change. Sometimes it's, it's a small change. So you do need to know as specifically as you can, your exact time, your birth location. So I like to use the example, like if you were born in, let's say Toronto, Ontario, can you get even more specific than that? Was it North York? Was it East York? Was it you know, downtown, just like really specific and your birth date. Yay. I'm so excited. Yes. So that is everything. I hope this really helped you to really understand how to use your chart to empower yourself, right? Don't look at that, at it as like, oh, I'm a projector, which means I can only work four hours a day, a day. Sometimes that's the case for me. Sometimes I feel so freaking good. I can go 10 hours a day. If I'm hanging out with my husband, who's in his flow, he can, he, I literally like siphon his energy and I can keep using his energy <coughs> to supplement my own, but also recognizing those signs of, okay, I'm starting to feel overwhelmed. I'm starting to stress, you know, stress. I'm starting to, I need time to relax. So knowing that about myself as well. Thank you guys so much. Feel free to pop any last questions in. Otherwise I will leave you to it. And the next <coughs> class I will be offering will be a paid one, but it will be all about the energy centers. So we're diving into the heart center, the solar plexus, the root center, and the sacral center, and how to really, really use your energy flow to the best of your ability. So stay tuned for details on that. If you love this podcast episode, spread the love by sharing this with your friends and family, share it out on social media, and don't forget to give it a five-star rating and review. From the bottom of my heart, I am so grateful that you are here. Until next time.